this Friday, we bring you Chochas Ucheng Dawkie, the co-founder of Worthy Vision, who walks us through the story of eyewear that highlights the artistry and creativity of artisans across the continent. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial. Today, we bring you the story of African glasses designed by African artisans for African customers. Who are the founders of Wazi Vision? Uh, the founders of Wazi Vision are Brenda Katwesije and Jojet Ocheng Ndabuchie. When was Wazi Vision created and what inspired its creation? Wazi was created in 2017 and the inspiration behind the creation was that people with low incomes, people who live on less than a dollar a day, were not able to get accessible eye health care and eyewear. And so WASI was established and WASI was founded in order to meet uh, those people, meet their need and, and solve their problem. You know, people in the underserved and underreached areas of Uganda. But also, uh, and this is something that throughout the five years, WASI has been in existence, is something that we came to also understand as we're doing our own research and development that, you know, almost 90% of the eyewear imported into Uganda is is made for European facial future. So no one is here in Uganda and in East Africa actually designing eyewear that is meant for African facial futures. And, you know, here in Uganda, we have different tribes that have different facial futures and no one actually takes that into consideration. In fact, that's why you'll see many people, their glasses keep falling or they get, or they develop marks uh, around their ears, their nose bridge, uh, under their eyes, because the, the eyewear does not fit right. But as was, this is another problem that we're solving because we design and manufacture locally, we're able to customize to our facial features for comfort, for variety, for you know dignity of choice, highlighting African creativity, highlighting the beauty that we have in Africa. Uh, if you have a minute, just check out our website, uh, www.wazivision.com, and you'll see some really amazing designs that were uh, gotten from our recent design contest that we held uh, in t- at the beginning of 2021. So we have Kentwiga, a uh, very beautiful African design. We have Munyenya Africa, you know, very beautiful uh, African design as well with a beautiful story. What are some of the challenges you have faced as a pioneer in the optic industry in Uganda? Oh my goodness. First of all, because no one is doing what we're doing, we have had to do so much research and development. We have had to, of course, make some mistakes because we are, we are, we are learning and, and there's no one to really benchmark on. Uh, so the, the stores that are available, all of them import and they are the usual, you know, come in, get your eyes tested, buy a frame. But what we are doing is a different mode of business, okay? Similar in the sense that it's still eyewear, but different in the sense that it's design and manufacturing and no one has done that. So we've really had to uh, learn and learn, relearn and make a lot of mistakes uh, because we are the first uh, doing what we're doing. What are some of the changes you would like to see in your industry? One would like to see more collaboration across the different eyewear companies, but also we would love to see uh, people appreciating 
that they can actually wear frames that are designed for their facial features. And just to see people be comfortable. I'm telling you, when you wear a comfortable pair of glasses, you will realize how bad it was. And, you know, many times, and I think as human beings, some ignorance is such a big problem, right? So, so many times we don't know that what we have is not good for us or what we have is, or we can have better, but because no one has exposed us to better, no one has shown us that they can be better. So we don't know better. But, but now as Wazi were saying, hey, listen, you can wear glasses fit for you, uh, but not just for you, but when you buy a pair of Wazi glasses at X amount of money, uh, slightly over $50, 50 to about 80, 50 to about a uh, hundred, $120, okay? Once you buy those glasses, know that a percentage of that is going to go to the person that cannot afford a pair of glasses. It's going to go to the person that cannot uh, afford access to eye health care. And so the more that we sell in terms of pairs of glasses, more that we have impact. Impact not just in Uganda, but in the coming months and years in the whole of Africa. So uh, it, it, it's very close to why we started why, why we started WASI and why we're doing what we're doing to enable the 80% of the people that cannot afford eye health care and eyewear to get an opportunity to and forever change their future and give them a chance to have a better life. And what does the future look like for Wazi Vision? Opportunities for growth and future of Wazi Vision. In the next couple of months in, and years, we hope to scale into Kenya, Rwanda and Congo and just take the service that we have, take it to those countries and ensure that they also get the opportunity to <clears throat> that they also get the opportunity to have their uh, their, their, their faces fit with the right glasses for them, but also to, again, uh, spread out to the under-reached and under-deserved uh, communities with accessible eye health care and accessible eyewear. And, uh, and, and of course, once we do East Africa and a little bit of uh, Congo, we hope to go into uh, West Africa and, and different parts of Africa. There's so much potential. Uh, about 500 million people need glasses. Uh, so in Uganda alone, between 2019 to 2020, 3 million pairs of glasses were imported. Okay. So imagine... Uh, how much more it is in other countries. So the, the, the opportunities are immense. Uh, the impact is immense. The transformation is immense. The ability to do what we're doing is is scalable across Africa. And that's what that's what we're looking at. That's where we're going. And hopefully that's going to be in the next coming months and years. I hope you've enjoyed our Wazi story and uh, just check out our content, but also check out our glasses and and and, and our, our impact. Uh we'll be happy to see you on there. That was Jochat Ocheng Dabkie, co-founder of Wazi Vision, who brought the story of glasses designed by African artisans for African customers. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Ghana is contemplating establishing its own credit rating agencies. 
Now, the managing director of the Ghana Stock Exchange, Ekao Efedzi, has announced that the local boss is in the process of establishing its own credit rating agencies. According to Mr. Efedzi, one agency has been licensed and will start operations by the middle of 2022, while another is also in the pipeline. The purpose of the agencies will be to assign risk ratings to the bonds trading on the Ghana Stock Exchange and to aid in developing the country's financial market. Ghana has been at the receiving end of two credit rating downgrades this year, first by Fitch Ratings and then by Moody's Investors Service. Both agencies cited the country's effective loss of access to international capital markets as the main reason behind their respective downgrades. The Ghanaian government voiced its dismay to its two negative rating actions, with the finance ministry issuing a statement saying that they were gravely concerned about what appeared to be an institutionalized bias against African economies in this aspect. The Nigerian economy continues to recover. Now, Nigeria's GDP advanced by 3.98% year-on-year in the fourth quarter of 2021, the fifth consecutive quarter of economic expansion amid the ongoing recovery from the pandemic crisis, which hit hard the country's oil sector. The expansion continued to be driven by non-oil sector at 4.73%, with the main positive contributions from agriculture at 3.58%, trade at 5.3%, information and communication at 5.03%, and financial services at 24.14%. On the other hand, the oil sector shrunk 8.06%, reflecting lower oil output as the average daily crude oil production stood at 1.5 million barrels per day, down from 1.57 million barrels per day in quarter three and 1.56 million barrels per day a year ago. Despite a recovery in oil prices, Nigeria has struggled to meet its production targets due to operational challenges and insecurity coming from pipeline vandalism. On a quarterly basis, the GDP increased 9.63%, following an 11.07% jump in the third quarter. In 2021, Nigeria expanded by 3.4% above the central bank's projection of 3.1% growth. The National Bank of Rwanda raised its key interest rate by 50 basis points to 5% during its February 2022 meeting. Policymakers said the decision is aimed at ensuring that inflation is contained at an adequate level while continuing to support economic recovery. Consumer prices in Rwanda increased 1.3% year-on-year in January of 2022, rebounding after six consecutive months of declines. The economy continues to recover, supported by sizable policy support measures and the successful vaccination agenda, which prompted the easing of COVID-19 restrictions. And a quick look at the markets. Gold topped the 1,890 US dollar mark, on Thursday, extending its upward momentum to levels not seen since June of 2021, as investors worried about escalating geopolitical tensions involving the West, Russia and Ukraine. NATO said it has not seen Russia pulling back troops from Ukraine's borders, while Russian news reported mortars fired in eastern Ukraine. Aside from the safe heaven bids, minutes from the Federal Reserve's last meeting showed Policymakers might not be as hawkish as investors feared as it failed to provide any hints of a 50 basis points rate hike driving the billion higher. On top of that, a disappointing U.S. jobless claims report has supercharged existing upward momentum for the billion. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. 
And if you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is akfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at The Fedora.